Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Close to the most wonderful time of the year. Indeed, cannot wait, man. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for kickoff because I I even get to a point, guys, to where I I love the preseason content. The preseason content is a lot of fun, no doubt. Um, 
And so I'm not to this point yet because I do love the preseason in the sense of what it serves as a tool for us to hype up the season and give our thoughts, opinions, takes, predicted records, all that good stuff. But you give it about a week or two. And even I will get to the point where I'm like, okay, like I'm tired of talking about it. Let's get to kickoff. Let's see it play out on the field and let's react to it. So cannot wait for kickoff as we actually sit, guys, today exactly one month away to South Carolina kickoff. 31 days, 31 days until toe meets leather in Charlotte, North Carolina. Anyways, guys, uh, you guys have been flooding the comments, flooding the YouTube chat again. You can call in as well, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Spur Daddy says, I've watched the replay of the Carolina Clemson Sucks game about five times, and it gets better every single time. Lady Bree TV said, Leggett is going to have a great year. Certainly possible. Certainly possible. Spur Daddy back on the Clemson game says, favorite play of the game is the Juice Wells third down play to seal the win. I still get goosebumps watching that. Yeah, I mean, how could you not, man? What a great win that was. What a great win that was. Um, Lady Bree, most everyone's talking about Leggett, his teammates, and analysts. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, I mean, when you're looking in the room and you're looking for breakout, can, you know, candidates, Xavier Leggett makes sense. I mean, he just does. He makes sense. So, let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca, what's going on? How are you? Good. Hey, I'm letting y'all know that I'm headed to South Carolina right now. You're headed to South Carolina right now. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I, I let the list. Yeah, we. I think we saw you commenting, or either you or your man Will commenting in the chat. Yeah, that was Will because he's he's uh, got it on his phone. So I thought I called before I hit a dead spot before where you ain't got no phone uh, service anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. I know what you're saying, Rebecca. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So I thought I'd tell you, we're going to what? We're going to Columbia. Yeah. We're going to Columbia. We'll be down there in Columbia. Mm. As far as I know. Uh, Very nice. Chris, um, uh, if you can, get with me later on, and we'll see if we can meet up. Will do, Rebecca. Wait, what are y'all's plans again? What are y'all doing in Columbia? Is it just vacation, or is there a reason y'all are in town? Vacation, that's vacation. all. Or just going to the stadium. Uh, might go to the zoo, the Columbia Zoo. Because I'm wanting to get the pastor's wife a little something because of her, because uh, she loves giraffes. I thought, well, I'll get her a little giraffe or something with giraffes on it. Mm. I'm at the zoo, you know. Nice, you know. Gotcha. I, I do love my pastor. I I know you do, Rebecca. I know that's a. Uh... I know that's a thing for sure. I know, I know you do. I know that's a fact, no doubt. So that's the reason why I was like, uh, so I thought that'd be good. And I thought we'd stay in Aiken too. But I don't know for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure y'all have a really good time. Yeah, I'm sure y'all have a really good time. Yeah, just get with me on Facebook later on, Chris, and see where we're at and see if we can meet up somewhere. Let's do it, Rebecca. Hey, you, Will. Yeah, you and Will be good. Y'all have a blast. Oh, we will. Go Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks. Appreciate you, Rebecca. Take care. All right. Great stuff from Rebecca as she enters the great state of South Carolina. Mm, Let's see. Bake SC803 says Carolina Rise or Garnet Trust. My response is why not both? I mean, I, I, I don't think there has to be some sort of division or I think that would be the wrong attitude bake SC to take like whatever is your preference I mean that's fine right like that's no you know whatever is your preference whatever you prefer so be it but to join one and then say screw the other I mean I I don't think that's at all the attitude I mean that both the both of those entities should be uplifting each other and both the people that if you're a member of one or the other like you know there there's no room for throwing any sort of negativity or hatred at one side or the other. I mean, I've seen that at times over the last couple of years as NIL has evolved and the collectives have become a much bigger force. I've seen people that are part of one or the other, like bad-mouthing the other entity, and I I just don't know the value in that. Like, I I don't – I don't get that. So, I would say, to answer your question, Bake SC, Carolina Rise, or Garnet Trust, it's really whatever you prefer. I think both are doing great things in the Gamecock community. So, uh, let's see. We'll get back into – your questions. Braddock843, keeping it real, says, Ortray Smith is an example of you are what you are that I think of. Yeah, I mean, listen, Braddock, to your point, and, and I mean, it's, it's not to knock a guy like Ortray Smith or any others, but I just think there are these guys in college football that, I mean, dude, we're, we're going to get to tight ends, but even a guy like a Trey Knox you could look at and you could say, there are just some guys that it's like every year they have potential and they're a breakout candidate. And it's, you know, it can be because of their recruiting profile was really good or their measurables, right? They're, they're big. They're a physical guy. They, they look good getting off the bus, right? Like, but it just never pans out. And it's like, at some point that just is who you are. Like you're, you're not, you know what I mean? Like you, you just are an average college football player or below average or slightly above average or like, not everybody's an All-American. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, you are what you are. That's it. So, you know, I talked to somebody, what was it, two days ago? Or, um, God, I'm trying to recall the conversation. I've had so freaking many of them, I forgot who it was. But uh, I was talking to somebody, and they're like, you know, Spencer Rattler, Chris. I look at Spencer Rattler as, you know, man, or, yeah, it was that, actually, it was SCC Mike. Anyways, you guys will hear that conversation in a couple of weeks. But was saying, Chris, you look at Spencer Rattler, I mean, at this point, he just is what he is. Like, he is what he is. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't his first rodeo. And to expect guys to come out and just be, to completely reinvent themselves and and to be something they haven't been their entire college careers is maybe a little bit unfair and and maybe not realistic. So, I'm not saying that's the case for Xavier Leggett. I'm not saying it's the case for Trey Knox. But I'm just saying there are guys like that that it's like, you just keep waiting on them to pop, and they just never do. Like, you know what I mean? They just they just never do, flat out. So, 
I mean, I hope that uh, that's not the case with a couple of guys, but Ortre Smith is a really, really good example. I will say that. So, um, let's see. I love how one of the topic of conversations earlier in this show, it's like war in the comments. Uh, it's like between commenters, if you will. Uh, let's see. Will Corb, Nick had a 75-yard tutty last night. Yeah, he did the season simulation series. Isn't it wild? Like, as crazy and as silly and as dumb as the season simulation series is, South Carolina in that sim right now is 3-3. Three and three, And 2-2 two and two in the SEC. Exactly where I have them picked. Exactly where I have them picked. So. Let's see. Rowdy Rooster, appreciate you tuning in. Says, I agree with the grade that you gave. You know, I. I went back and forth, Rowdy Roost, on the wide receivers between B and B+. Plus, but I just think you have to be painfully realistic. I think you have to keep it a buck. And, like, you look at those numbers, and it's like men lie, women lie. Numbers don't lie, though, most of the time, right? So, you look at those numbers. I mean, they are what they are. And, and like, you've got Juice Wells, and then who? And then what? Like, what guys do you have in that room that you can point to right now? Again, there's a bunch of dudes in there with potential. I, like, no doubt. I get that. And I understand when we talk, we have to somewhat project. But when you're grading, you're grading off of, like, what we know right now. You're grading off of what we know right now. And what we know right now versus what very well may happen are two different things. Like, there's a lot of projection, but, like, you you can't – you can't convince me of guys like Xavier Leggett, Eddie Lewis, Nick Harbour, Amari and Brown popping off. Like, they have not done it before. I mean, Eddie Lewis has done it somewhat at Memphis, obviously, but it's just a lot of projection with that room. So, I almost gave him a B plus, but I, I think B is fair. I, I think B is very fair because you've got one elite wide receiver, and then you got a bunch of question marks. And, and we'll see if they can answer those. There's certainly the potential in the room, as I mentioned earlier, but... Just a lot of questions. So, Spur Daddy, receivers have to get create separation, and the line has to hold up long enough for Spencer to get the football down the field. Agree? Yeah, absolutely, Spur Daddy. Hey, there's talent in the receiver room. If the offensive line doesn't block, we'll get there next week talking O-line. Then none of that other stuff matters, right? Uh, let's see. Lynn, our wide receivers were running lazy routes, not getting the spots, and weren't fighting for 50-50 balls, especially early last season. Got to do better. Why weren't they doing that, Lynn? My, that's my question. Why? Hunter Johnson, if the line can't block, then you have to draw up shorter pass plays. Football 101. Indeed. Might be a lot of dink and dunk this year. Rowdy Rooster, all I hear a lot or is a lot on the O-line, and yes, we got to be better. Quite a few of our sacks last year, though, were coverage sacks, and a few picks Rattler threw was because he had to force the ball. That's fair. That's fair. Still, 31 sacks is a lot. Lady Bree says, college sports aren't for me outside of football, and I can't stand the NFL, honestly. Just enjoy Gamecock football. That's, hey, listen, Lady Bree, that's fine with me. That's what we do here. That's fine with me. So, Lady Bree, you don't like SEC football, then. Is that what you're saying? Like, you're just not – it's either Gamecocks or bust. That's that's what it sounds like you're into, which is fine, but I'm just curious. Let's jump to the volunteer. Call here. from it's free to accept. Lady Bree, what's going on? How are you? I'm all right, Chris. How are you? I'm doing oh, well. No. I think this is the first time I've heard from you since uh, 
maybe the week of the spring game. If not, then it was the, 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 the season, I think. So good to hear from you again. What's going on? Good to hear you. It's good to, to just no football coming on again. You know, I'm going to have fun with that. But I'm, I'm probably going to be a little busy this year. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do the same as I was able to last year. But one thing, uh, you were talking about the breakout players and I said Leggett in there, you know, in that, in that, because I think at the time we were talking about receivers specifically. And I was saying, like, he's the one for receivers. But personally for me, and I, I keep saying it, I think we're all going to get to the end of the season and we're going to look back and be like, BK moving to running back was like the best move of that kid's career. I think that's going to be a breakout player this year from the running back position. And he's going to really help us fill those question marks. I honestly, I watched him run out of the running back position enough times, just a few times last year to see that he can, he can do it from there. He, there was one play, I think it was against Tennessee. The, the, the defense stepped up and tackled him. And, they, and the announcers go, man, what a hit. And I'm like, yeah, from DK. He like leveled the dude. They were talking about like, oh, you can hear the thud and all that. And I was like, yeah. But it wasn't the defensive end that was the thud. You know, he had that ability to, like, get those shoulders down, see the small little hole. It was just a little hole. He didn't get a big gain out of it. He wouldn't have got nothing had he not got his shoulders down and just ran the dude over. And I just – I think we're going to see a huge year from him from that position. He's going to – I think he's really going to fill in that question mark for us a lot. So, anyway, that's all I have for today. I guess like I, I won't be able to uh, – you know, probably be that involved this year, but that that's my one kind of preseason prediction is that we're going to get to the end of the year and that kid is going to be like the breakout. Like, wow. Hey, well said, well done. Bree, I appreciate it. Hope to hear from you more this football season for sure. All right. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate you. And, and to comment on Bree's call, by the way, great to hear from Bree again. You know, it's funny. I, I was asked a couple of days ago. I went on a show, a, a Georgia show, actually, our good buddy DGD podcast, and he asked me about which player on offense are you most excited to watch, intrigued to watch? Who's the player that people need to keep their eye on, like people need to know about? And so I sat there and I thought about it. And to echo what Bree just said, I, I'll say this. There's a lot of big storylines on the offensive side, right? There really are. There is nothing more fascinating, in my opinion, than to carry on Joyner. And, and, and I am just, I'm fascinated by his involvement in the offense and what type of season he's going to have. Because, you know, folks have clamored for years that, hey, five's not touching the ball enough. Where is he at? Getting the football at wide receiver, moving back to quarterback. That's not going to be a problem this year. Like, to carry on Joyner is going to be a focal point of this offense. And so, He's going to get every opportunity, I think, to prove like he's a legit playmaker and he can make this offense, this football team better by his presence being on the field. I, I am, I'm just fascinated to watch the Carryon Joiner and just to see like what it's like. What is the Carryon Joiner at running back experience like? I, I agree that I think the move to wide receiver, I think it was a move where you said, okay, he's not going to play quarterback for us. He's an athlete. Let's get him on the field. He's open to playing wide receiver. But I don't think that Kerryon Joyner really ever was a wide receiver. And I think that's why you, you didn't see him much crack the starting lineup, didn't see him get a whole lot of reps, and the numbers followed suit. But he is a natural in carrying the football. We've seen it in his times in the Wildcat. 
at the running back spot. As I've mentioned previously, guys, we've taught running backs. I've talked to carry on Joyner, setting realistic expectations, all that stuff. And I think that's what should be done. But it, it's fascinating to just see what type of season he's going to have, right? Just to see what type of season. And Lady Bree mentioned says, I'll get to this comment. Got to be the best Gamecock we've seen. What a teammate. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Lady Bree, I described to carry on Joyner as a folk hero in Columbia. And, and when I say that, by the way, I think that's the greatest honor you can receive as a college football player. You can, Some call it campus legend. Some call it hot, hometown hero, whatever you want to call it. But I look at the carry on Joyner as a folk hero. You know, he's not going to be remembered as an All-American or he made this game-winning play, that one, whatever. You know, he had the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. But he's not going to be remembered on a national scale, is what I'm trying to say. But in college football, like, that doesn't really matter. You know, for, the, for, for each individual fan base, that doesn't really matter. He's a folk hero. He's a hometown legend. And again, I, I think that's the greatest honor a college football player can really have, you know, my honest opinion. Like, truly it is. It's cool to be recognized as a Heisman Trophy winner, All-American, but like, to be beloved, truly beloved by your fan base, I think that's a really cool thing. Let's go back to the YouTube chat. Quentin Cade says, Amarian Brown will have a breakout season. I mean, he's got the speed. He kind of reminds you of a Demir Bird, right? Like, he doesn't have to have necessarily a breakout season, but you'd love to see his speed utilized for sure. Bruin Nation says, I hate that Corey Rucker left. I I, I don't, it don't really, it don't really move the needle for me, Bruin Nation. I, I just was Corey Rucker really invested in it? I I don't know, man. Like the cryptic actions on social media and all. I I don't. I don't know, man. That you know, Bruin Nation, that kind of brings something up too. That's a that's a funny thing. I'm gonna sound like the old man yelling at clouds, and I and I get why now with NIL, this would never happen. But I gotta be honest, and and maybe this is blasphemous because I'm in the content space. So, you know, like Marshawn Lloyd last year, like him him tweeting or whatever, that was that was notable content that gave us something to discuss, right? But like I kind of miss the days of, like, the Steve Spurrier, uh, you know, social media bans in season, right? Guys would delete their Twitter. They'd delete social media, and and that'd be the end of it. I, I just don't see the benefit of players like last year when, like, Marshawn Lloyd, it's like week four, and he's like, y'all chill on my offensive line for real. And it's like, bro, the O-line has been terrible. What are you talking about? So, you know, I, I just – I don't know, man. It, it can get kind of crazy. It can get kind of crazy. I, I I don't know. That's – I don't know. Um, Let's see. Hunter Johnson says, a lot of unknowns at the tight end room should help with getting some underneath guys open, utilizing a two-tight end set. Yeah, for sure, Hunter. We're going to dive in those tight ends starting tomorrow. I think there's a lot of reason to be optimistic about that room for sure. I mean, you completely revamped that room in the transfer portal. Uh, my guy above average, Leggett will be the second coming of Alshon. AB will be ace. Dowell equals Spurrier 3.0. I, I'd love for you to be right. I'd love for that. Lynn Turner, wide receivers have got to want it. Haven't seen it yet. Mm-mm, let's see. Getting into the questions. Jacob Altman says Pete is the GOAT. Speaking of Pete Limbo. 
Ethan says, other than Georgia, I think Texas A&M gives our receivers the most issues this year. They have a really good secondary and picked up some good transfers. May need some creativity against them. Yeah, I mean, dude, you look at Texas A&M's roster. I, I know it's the popular thing to overhype the Aggies, but there is no reason. No. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No reason Texas A&M shouldn't be at least a nine-win team this year. I mean, dude, they, they've got dudes. I mean, you talk about the Jimmys and Joes. They're more important than the X's and O's. They got the Jimmies. They got the Joes. They got everything in between on that roster. And they should be ready to take the next step. I mean, I, I think Texas A&M, I think they could be a dark horse. I'm not going to say to win the SEC West, but make some noise for sure. I mean, they're as loaded as anybody across the board. So uh, we'll see if they can actually, if it pans out, Bobby Petrino with the OC spot. But A&M's got a lot of talent, a lot of talent. So, Lynn Turner, the best punter in the country, should have won the Ray Guy Award last year. Speaking on Kai Kroger, yeah, it's it's insane that he didn't. Austin Gregory says, I live in Augusta, Georgia. The Ray Guy Award headquarters is located here. There were literally a caravan of people outside the building with signs protesting Kai Kroger not winning the award last year. My, my response, Austin, picks or it didn't happen. Ethan, bold take, but if Clemson wins the Big Ten, they will never win another championship. Again, Lady Bree TV, Phil Steele's magazine is just that. Phil Steele's preseason magazine. That's it. So, John Edward, he's been a popular topic of conversation today. Says, I'm going to the USC-UNC game in Charlotte with my JV coach from high school, we got the tickets a little bit ago. John Edward, have a blast, my friend. Have a blast. John Edward says, Pac-12 is falling apart. Yes, so was the ACC. Florida State coming out today publicly, basically saying, we want 
out. I think that'd be a good pickup for the SEC. I do. I, I think that'd be a good pickup. I'm sure Gator fans don't want to see it, but. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Austin Gregory, Juice Wells, future Blitnikoff winner. He's got all the potential in the world. He, he's got He's got that ceiling, Austin. But other things need to happen, like Spencer Rattler having a really fantastic year, right? So, Bruin Nation says, DK Heisman season incoming. I hope so. Austin Gregory says, we've seen great play in FCS. It can translate to great play in FBS. Example, Juice Wells. However, I hope you'll realize that Newberry transfer is Division II. That's a whole different world. I hope he finds success. The expectations should essentially be non-existent. I, I tend to agree with you, Austin Gregory. I mean, I, I look at a guy like Mario Anderson. He was fantastic at D2, but the speed of the SEC is a real thing, man. I, I just, you know, we'll see what you get, but I, I agree with you. I, I think it's more fair to keep those expectations low and allow him to surprise, in my opinion. So, Chase says, join the BCC so Chris can buy Rebecca's pastor's wife a giraffe plushie from the zoo. How thoughtful are you, Chase? Thank you. Let's see. Austin, the DMV runs through South Carolina. Yeah, Beamer has established that for sure. Austin, what Beamer's done to Mike Loxley recently is the equivalent to someone stepping on the back of your shoe and you straight up knock them down. Wow. Travi says Eddie Lewis is going to be the new Corey Rucker. But he will contribute. That's the key, Travi. That's the key. I don't care how you want to act on social media. Just be productive. Just be productive. Chase just says, you are old, Chris. I just don't understand the context of this comment, Chase. Where is this coming from? Austin Gregory, any chance we see Birch pulling Austin Stogner? Truly think that could be in the cards. Uh, no, Austin. I think when you factor in that, I mean, let's think about it. He played in 20, 21, 22. I got to think the plan for Birch this year, Austin, is, is have a good year in the Pac-12 and hit the NFL. I, I Listen, I, I think the whole Jordan Birch back to South Carolina thing, I, I think it was a nice a nice storyline, a nice off-season talking point, but I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Austin says, Greg Sankey's made it clear expansion is not at the forefront, but considering FSU's on the table, do you think he may act on it in order to prevent the Big Ten from getting into the Florida market? Maybe so. Maybe so. I think that, uh, you know, Austin, I, I think Greg Sankey is the best commissioner in college sports, does a fantastic job of putting forward a unified front. But he's also a forward thinker. And so if an opportunity like adding Florida State comes up, if it's the best thing for the SEC, you know Greg Sankey will be all over it. Fulbright Jason says, I think the deal will be better just because the linebackers will be better. That's a great point. Fulbright, we'll get there in about two weeks talking linebackers. But, I mean, again, you make a great point. I've talked about how optimistic I am. And, am, and uh, I think if you listen to Clayton White and read between the lines, I, I think he feels that way as well. 
Andy Rossway, what other pieces could push this class into the top 15? Well, you're 16th right now. So I would say those at the top of the list would be Jonte Gilbert, which actually he's the 25 class, isn't he? Um, Jalewis Solomon, I should say, for 24. Jonathan Paler and Daniel Hill. Those would be the three guys. I think if you get those three guys, you're in really, really, really good shape. Robert Hastings, does the Mark Stoops, Shane Beamer hate continue this year? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know if you guys have seen, we had Nick Roush on the show earlier in the week and uh, to represent Kentucky. And he is one that, uh, you know, Nick Roush was fantastic. Listen, he was entertaining. He was fun. Great to chat with. He's been going on record all week long throwing hate at South Carolina. And, and I, I will say this. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no love loss between Beamer and Stoops. I, they want to beat each other's tails, no doubt. Chase Floyd, no problem, Chris. Always have the best intentions for you. I, Chase, I'm still lost. I have no clue what you're talking about. No clue. Uh, Austin Gregory, if Birch has a heyday with the Pac-12, which he will easy to stand up defensively in that conference, I know folks will claim South Carolina failed to develop him, which is an unfair take in my opinion. Bro, I, I feel like continuing, to, and, I, and I'm not blaming you, Austin, for the statement, the question, what have you, because it's a fair statement, but I, I feel like all the Jordan Birch chatter does is generate negativity because, listen, this is the reality. Gamecock fans are pissy that he left and look at him as a bust at South Carolina. That, that, that's it. That's it. But there's no point in rehashing that over and over and over again. Just, there's just no point. There's no point. You wish him the best. Appreciate everything he did at South Carolina. When guys leave in the portal, there's a lot of saltiness. There's a lot of bitterness, especially when it's guys that are starters, that it doesn't make sense why they leave, right? So, Whatever, man. All we got's all we need. Jordan Birch felt best to move on to Oregon. So be it. Cool. Uh, let's see. Quentin Cade. Looking at all the past and current depth charge, Joiner is bigger physically than Lattimore, but can he be as explosive with the football? His size reminds me of Brandon Wilds. Interesting. Call from Robbie Davis. Here we go. Call from Robbie Davis. What's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing pretty good on this Wednesday. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic, my friend. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Well, first things first, I actually I saw David Garrett at a restaurant exactly one week ago today. Me and my mom and Marion R26, we went to a place called That's My Dog, and I didn't realize he was sitting right behind me until after he left. Hmm. Really? Dave Garrick is an yeah. awesome dude, man. I'm glad you ran into him. Uh, I didn't talk to him. He was gone before I realized where that he was behind me. But uh, anyways, um, my question is, do you, do you, how, how long do you think it'll take for us to um, see how Trey Knox does this year at tight end. And obviously not counting the game against Furman or Jacksonville State. Do you think against like Florida 
in Georgia. Well, probably not Georgia because they're probably going to beat the bricks off of us. Um, Florida, Missouri, and all the other conference games that we have. Do you think he could very easily become a big-time weapon for us in a decent chunk of games this year? Yes. I mean, Robbie, we're going to get into the tight ends over the next two days. But, I mean, I, I will say I think that's why you brought Trey Knox in is to be a weapon. I mean, obviously you're looking to replace the production that yeah. Jaheim Bell gave you. And, I, you know, folks don't want to hear that yeah. name. That, that That's almost like a dirty word in Columbia. But it's a talking point. And that'll be something I bring up over the next two days, yeah. like I said. But, you know, you look at Trey Knox. Yeah. He, he, had been a, he had been a solid player. He had been a solid mm-hmm. player. At Arkansas, never really popped the way they thought he would. But, uh, you know, coming to South Carolina, playing for his his position coach at Arkansas, Dabble Loggins, and being in this offense where yeah. you know they're going to utilize the tight end. I mean, I don't see why. And, you know, you saw him in the spring game, the way they targeted him. So, I, I don't see why he can't be a big-time playmaker. I think, again, that's why you brought him to Columbia in the first place. Yeah. And all I'm going to say is this, okay, I was watching the simulation last night, and uh, Dale was talking some crap about me. So all I'll say is this. Dale, if you're listening, do not poke the bear, okay? Do not poke the bear, because this bear will bite back. This bear will bite back, Robbie Davis says. I hear you, man. I hear you. Hey. Sometimes you got to check some folks. I don't know. Sometimes you got to do it, Robbie. I respect it. I, I originally wasn't going to say anything, but whenever I saw the comments he was making, I was like, okay, I got to do something. So I was, so I, I, all I wanted to say was that don't poke the bear. <laughs> do not do it. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. We need a Dale versus Robbie Cage match immediately. <laughs> And seeing as you will be as non-biased as possible, you'll referee the match. Indeed. Indeed. And there's going to be – there would be stipulations. Loser does not call into PDC for a whole year. Wow. Robbie, that is is a hell of a wager, my friend. You are confident you're going to kick his ass is what you're telling me. Yeah, I'll give him a good old South Carolina butt whooping. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Incredible stuff. And also, before I get out of here, I definitely, like I said the other day, I definitely believe that Rattler is going to prove that the first 10 games last season – we're an absolute fluke. Mm-hmm. He's going to show all the all the all the all the people that are saying, you know, he's not that good of a quarterback. He's not going to be that good of an NFL quarterback. He's going to prove people like, okay, I'm going to show y'all that last year was a fluke. Mm-hmm. If he does that. that would be great for him personally and also great for us because it'll show other 
recruits, like other QBs, like, hey, I can go to South Carolina and have success as a quarterback. Hmm. And we have not really – have we had some great quarterbacks? Yes, in Dylan Thompson and Connor Shaw and, of course, Stephen Garcia. But other than that, we really have not had hmm. great QBs. And if he has the kind of year that he's looking to have and we're hoping that he has, it'll show that they'll show the recruits like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, it's a huge and year. It's a be, huge year, it'll Robbie. Be, it'll be interesting. It's it, a, yeah. It's a huge year for, yeah, for Spencer for sure. Rattler. There's no doubt. It's a huge it's a huge year and the implications of him playing well, uh, you know, there are many impacts of it. So the Gamecocks need him certainly to to have his best collegiate season he's ever had. So to hit their goals, Robbie Davis, Zach's sure. Hall of Famer. Always great to hear from yes, you. Yes, indeed, friend. the one and only, baby, one and only. Don't poke the bear. All right, buddy. Don't poke the bear. All right, buddy. All right, man. Have a good one. Yeah, we'll talk to you. Appreciate you, Lynn Turner. Uh, says I was just commenting because we talk a lot about these great quarterbacks, but they were only great to us. And don't say it's our record because NC State has had many quarterbacks drafted and starting. Ethan K says this. I'm going to say it. There are some odd people in this chat. Oh, Ethan, I love it, man. Hey, listen, we're all odd in our own way, right? That's what makes us so special. Newman Bailey, go Cox. What's going on, Newman? Thank you for tuning in. By the way, if anybody has not tuned in in a while, I saw Cocky Joe comment earlier. First time I've watched in months and the first thing I hear is Robbie Davis on the phone. It's like I never left. Well, Cocky Joe, things have changed in the last couple of months. In case you guys missed it, the way the show is broke out now, of course, first thing, that's notable. We are noon to three instead of noon to two. And the reason for that is there's now more structure in this show. In our third hour, it's our Q&A power hour. Same old taking questions, comments, calls, all that good stuff. In our second hour, we have a guest every single day. We have our weekly guests. And, guys, the lineup right now looks like this going into the 2023 football season. On Mondays, we have Mark Rogers, the voice of college football. Tuesdays, J.C. Sherbert of the Big Spur. Wednesdays, Chris Marler of Saturday Down South and Saturday Football Uncensored. Thursdays, Mark Ryan of the Fan Upstate. And Fridays, Jake Crane of Crane & Company. So it's a star-studded lineup. That's every single day, of course. Daily guests are guests in hour number two. And then hour number one, Cocky Joe, we talk about all of the array of subject matter, whatever it is, whatever's on the docket that day. Normally three or four different topics of conversation. Then, of course, everything is distributed out via podcast form under the Spurs Up show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. So, in case you missed all of that, those are the changes to TVC. Austin Gregory, Mark Ryan segment tomorrow will do numbers. Oh, it will, Austin. It will, because I'm going to challenge Mark Ryan. I'm going to challenge Mark Ryan. I mean, I, I haven't spoke on it much. Uh, I listened to some of what Mark had to say in his show yesterday, and I still just, you know, I know what Mark's going to respond with. I, I, I know what he's going to say back. But the problem with Mark's response, the problem with his rebuttal is it's like, Mark, you're playing dumb. You're not dumb. You're playing dumb. You're smarter than that. And unfortunately now, anything that the fan upstate says about the commitment of Dylan Stewart, how great of a player he is, how great Beamer's doing in recruiting, 
it's going to be completely overshadowed because you decided to lead with comparing Shane Beamer and Will Muschamp in recruiting. Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a, in a means to almost somehow knock down what Beamer is doing. And listen, Mark Ryan's not obligated to say positive things about USC. He's not on USC's payroll. Like, I don't like when people act that way towards me. I'm not going to act that way towards him. But Mark can't bitch about catching hell from people. It's just like, bro, you knew you know what you were doing. You knew what you were doing. You got the impressions you wanted. That's totally fine. I get the game. I get how it works. I just don't understand why that was the first thing. I don't get that. I, I don't get that. And I can't wait to ask Mark Ryan. I, I don't want to attack Mark Ryan tomorrow. I'm not going to attack Mark because, again, guys, this is maybe what, what, what separates me while I'm able to do this, whatever. Maybe there's others like this. When a take like that is put out, I don't dislike Mark Ryan, the person. I, I don't have negative feelings about, man, I, I wish that guy would would just go away and he sucks. And I can disagree with the take and we can do it in a civil manner. And that be it. I mean, you heard our good friends. You heard Mark Ryan and our good friend Brad Crawford do just that on his airways. But I just want to understand where he's coming from because it doesn't make sense to me. And maybe it doesn't have to, but... I'd like to hear the explanation behind it either way. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. Anyways, guys, electric show today. Really, really good stuff. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much, guys. I, I mentioned this, by the way, uh, yesterday on the show and last night on social media, but you know the fact that we set a record, a record for podcast downloads in a month. We did that over the course of July. 64,140 podcast downloads. And guys, we... We're trending to break that record in the month of August, and we'll probably break that in September. Um, it's truly a blessing, man. I can't say thank you guys enough. Truly grateful for each and every single one of you. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button on YouTube, that bell icon, so you get notifications of when we go live, when new video content drops. Then, of course, the podcast drops on a daily basis, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m., Eastern, that distributes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. of course, under the name The Spurs Up Show. Just going through these comments, these questions, to make sure we did not miss anything. I want to make sure we got all your questions. Looks good, looks good. Let's check the BCC one more time. We are good. Okay, guys, again, Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a fantastic rest of your Wednesday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.